O people of Zion, behold, the Lord will come to save the nations. The Lord will make the glory of his voice heard in the joy of your hearts. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, Amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, you instructed the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant us by that same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and ever to rejoice in his consolation through Christ our Lord. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end her guilt expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for her sins. A voice cries out, In the desert prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight, O in the wasteland, a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain. The rough country, a broad valley, then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up on a high mountain. Zion, herald of glad tidings, cry out at the top of your voice. Jerusalem, herald of good news, fear not to cry out and say to the city of Judah, Here is your God. Here comes with power, the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom, and leading the ewes with care. The Word of the Lord.
Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God proclaims, the Lord, for he proclaims peace to his people. Near indeed is his salvation to all who fear him, glory dwelling in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Kindness and truth shall meet, justice and peace shall kiss, Truth shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness, and grant us your salvation. The Lord himself will give his benefits, our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him, and prepare the way of his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness, and grant us your salvation. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Do not grow ignorant of this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay. But he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will dissolve by fire, and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, What sort of persons ought you to be, conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire? But according to his promise, we await the new heavens and the new earth, in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, Since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the entire Judea countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River, 
as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locust and wild honey, and this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me not, O Lord, be puffed up with worldly wisdom which passes away. Grant me that love which never abates, that I may choose not to know anything but Jesus and him crucified. I pray, therefore, that you, my loving Jesus, that you, who have graciously given me to drink in with delight the words of your knowledge, so you would mercifully grant me to one day attain to you the very fountain of all wisdom, and to appear forever before your face. Amen. Today's lectionary readings are readings that many people misunderstand because they take them differently than they are meant. The connection between each of the readings today is something for us to ponder. Because we hear in both the first reading and in the gospel reading a message about us preparing a way for the Lord, a path for him to walk in, a path in a wilderness, a path in a place that is considered to be wild and untamed and vacant. And that place, my dear brothers and sister, is your very heart, your very soul, your internal being. That is the wilderness you are to prepare for God to dwell in. You are to make a path for him inside you. I know you're thinking to yourself, how can I make a path if only the grace of God can make me new? The simple answer to that question is not hardening your hearts. Breaking up the fallow ground, confessing your sins, realizing the faults that you have so that God may come and dwell in you. We come to baptism realizing that we are sinners first. And for those who were baptized as children, that's the reason why baptism exists, so that you could be recreated anew, so that your path can be made perfect. But unfortunately, we live in a way where we continue to sin and rejoice in that sin more than rejoicing in the God, our Savior. And it's for that reason there's a sacrament called reconciliation, what many call confession, where we are to confess our sins and receive the absolution of God that cleanses us from all unrighteousness, that makes us pure and holy so that God can dwell within, so that we can truly be a temple of the Holy Spirit. The voice cries out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. 
Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain, the rough country a broad valley. Sin distorts what God created. It makes it waste. It makes it empty. It makes it a place that none dwell therein. It makes our hearts broken. And it causes us, as St. Augustine says, to search for things to fill us. And yet our hearts are truly restless until they find themselves in him. God proclaims peace to his peoples. And he tells us that his salvation is near to those who fear him. This is in our responsorial psalm today. When we pray that God shows us his kindness and grants us his salvation. Because we can't do this work of cleansing ourselves all by ourselves. We need his help. And this is why God appears to delay. is so that we, you and me, and everyone else alive on this planet could have a time to come to repentance. Notice that in the this, in this second reading from Second Peter today. God does not delay his promise as some regard delay, but is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's why the second coming hasn't happened yet. Because God is waiting on you to clear out sin from your heart and make it a place where he can abide, where he can be enthroned, where he can shine through you. I was talking with the lady not too long ago who was crying about how messed up her life is and how unfit she was for God because of all these sins. And she was telling me how worthless she was. And I reminded her of one simple fact. You are the one clinging to your sins rather than God. You are the one putting those sins before God and saying, those are greater than you. This is why I can't serve God rather than I need to serve God and shun these sins. I want you to grasp that thought for today. I want you to understand that in your mind. See, too many of us look down on ourselves because we look where we have fallen short of the glory of God. Rather than look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, as Scripture tells us to. We are like Peter out of the boat, walking on water, and we take our eyes off Jesus to notice that there's a storm, that we're on water, and we start thinking about ourselves before we realize the God that was out there on the water the whole time. You see, that's why you keep ending up back in the same spot. Because you take your eyes off Jesus, the very prize that you are looking for. 
we as Catholics see heaven as a continual state of bliss because we will always see the face of God. We will have what's known as the beatific vision. Everything is to be dissolved away, dissolved by fire, done away with. Everything will be found out. The Lord will not delay, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief and burn everything that you have away. And if the only thing you have is your sin and your pride and things that separate you from God, you will remain separate from God forever. But God wants us to comfort one another, to speak tenderly to one another, and proclaim that our time of service is near an end. We are in Advent, waiting for God to come and dwell in us, if we will only do one simple thing, believe on him, see him, and acknowledge only him.